Hello everybody, this is Andrew Schreier talking addiction and recovery and right now I really want to discuss the idea of testing yourself. This is a concept that comes up quite a bit in recovery from addiction and it's one that over time I've, I've seen with clients time and time again where they're staying sober, they're, they're, they're working a recovery program, they're, they're taking steps um, towards goals, they're doing the things that have helped them get them to where they are, and down the line all of a sudden they start to do things that are kind of leading them back towards the old lifestyle, the old ways, but and most concerning is the using ways. So when I talk to clients about this, it's really about looking at the dynamic of um, you know, we're in our vehicle, and the vehicle represents, you know, like our recovery program. So we are doing the things that are keeping us sober. We're using coping skills to, to handle our problems. We're managing our emotions. We're using new thinking. Um, we are building relationships. We're attending meetings, working with a sponsor. We're avoiding people, places, and things related to our, our alcohol and drug use. So we're doing all these things, and it's getting us to where we want to be. And where we want to be is different for everyone. Maybe somebody wants better relationships. Um, maybe somebody wants some financial goals. Maybe somebody's working on going back to school. Maybe someone wants better physical health. Maybe someone wants improved mental health. Uh, whatever the case is, is that's like the destination that people are going towards. And recovery and continued sobriety is what we know is the main thing that's going to get us there. You know, if you if you aren't staying sober, we all know those things are just going to be much more difficult to even achieve, if, if even at all. Or if we do achieve it, uh, probably lose it um, quite easily as well just because of using alcohol and drugs again. So the idea of testing yourself, this is kind of where we're on this journey, we're going forward, we're making progress, maintaining sobriety. And then all of a sudden, the idea of testing yourself comes up and, and I want to really get more into that so one of the things is I, I want to tell you a story of a client that I had um, you know he came out of prison he was in prison for about three years came right into our program doing pretty well you know he had a good foundation what he wanted to do he was working a program um, you know he was complying with everything and one of the most difficult things with him really was the idea of testing himself. So one day we're in group and there's about 12 of us down there. And my clinical supervisor was even in this group that's um, this one occasion, which doesn't happen often. And somehow this idea came up that he wanted to test himself. So he, he starts telling myself, the clinical supervisor and all the other individuals in the group that he wants to be able to when he graduates the program, he wants to be able to go into a bar, purchase a shot of alcohol, pick it up, smell it, put it down, and not drink it. And he wanted to be able to walk out of there being able to accomplish that. And I can tell you, when the the lead counselor, which was me, and the clinical supervisor are not talking as much, and the other clients are talking to him about this you know that that's something that just doesn't sound right um and when you say it right now where you might be you're like well that sounds pretty crazy like that he'd be thinking of it but we all know that that's that's not the case for different people these tests of 
trying to prove that you are stronger than your addiction come in many different ways. But this was a classic example. So he did not want to let that go. He wanted to prove that he was stronger than a single shot of alcohol. And he wanted to prove that he could be able to do that. And he really could not let that go. And he was, like I said, doing well in the program, um, left the program successfully, come to find out not too long after, um, he did relapse on alcohol, that alcohol led to some other drug use, and he ended up um, being back incarcerated because of that. So, but this idea of it is people put themselves in positions where they want to test themselves against their addiction. They want to prove to it that they are stronger than it. And that is so scary to think about because when you look at it, um, you just got to ask yourself, you know, what, what happens when you win? You know, so if you, like this client, for example, if you were to go into the bar and have that walk in there, ask for the shot, smell it, put it down, not drink it, you know, and I, and I would bet this for most people with an addiction, that that doesn't stop you from going back into the bar again. The only thing that's going to do is actually prompt you to be able to say, hey, I know I can do this, so I can do it again, or I could do it more often. So instead of thinking now, oh, well, I proved that I can do this, so now I'm not going to do it again, all of a sudden it becomes, well, now what can I prove myself? Now maybe I can prove that I can have that one shot and that's all I can have. And then you do that, let's say you do. Okay, so you have the one shot and then you're done. Um, and how we know the next thing is going to be, well, maybe I can have two shots or maybe I can do this two days a week. Um, normally when you pass these tests, it doesn't lead you to walking away from it or being done with it. I mean, it, it's pushing limits. It, it's leading to being overconfident um, and dealing with the addiction. So you got to really look at it as when you do this, people are looking to like pass this test, but in reality, all it does is it, it, it is a failure when it comes to what is best for your recovery because now, in this case, you're back in the bar more times. So that that's not good for your recovery. That's like a lose-lose. So even though you didn't drink, which was a win, you're back in the bar, which is not good for your recovery. You know the old classic saying, if you go into a barbershop, sooner or later you're going to get a haircut. That's one of the classic AA sayings about if you're going into a bar, sooner or later you're, you're probably going to have a drink. And that's the scary part with, with testing yourself. So there's a really good show that to me displays this perfectly um, in any way that I could ever describe. So the show is called Leverage, and if you've never heard of it, it's about this team of people who there's a thief, a grifter, a hacker, and a retrieval specialist, and they're led by this former insurance investigator named Nathan Ford, who's played by Timothy Hutton, and they use their skills and they, they work together to try and kind of like help the little guy, help people who were wronged or taken advantage of by powerful people or by powerful systems, and they try and um, help those people out. So one of the themes in the show repeatedly is Timothy Hutton's drinking, um, who's Nathan Ford in the show. So 
throughout the the first season he's he's drinking it gets worse the team gets concerned um they even try and do an episode where they get him into rehab um while doing a con so i want to talk to you though about in season two they start out with the fact that the team kind of dismembered for a little bit they came back together and they find out that nate got sober and everyone's really really happy um surprisingly to them though he decides to rent a condo above a neighborhood bar that he used to go into with his dad when he grew up. So he rents this condo um, above the bar. In season two of episode one, they get back together, they do this job. And at the end of it, this scene is played out where all of a sudden Nathan goes up to the bar, orders a drink, he smells it, he puts it down, he puts a $5 bill over it and walks away from it. So then it's like, yeah, he tested himself and he passed. Good for him. He didn't drink. And he continued to maintain sobriety. But this is where this gets really, really good. All of a sudden, as season two keeps being played out, we're talking about 11 episodes into it, he was staying sober. So now all of a sudden we're on season two, episode 11. It's called The Bottle Job. And all of a sudden... He's put into a spot where they are trying to con somebody in the bar. And he is put in a predicament where the con person is no longer going to go along with it until Nate drinks. So now Nate's put in a position where he has to choose, do I continue with the con and help this person and that means I have to drink again? Or do I not drink and let the con go and not help this person. And when you watch the episode, he drinks again. And you can see the expression on the faces of the, the his teammates and what this is going to do, this, this scare that it kind of has and kind of the old Nate again is back. So those two episodes just show, I mean, that's 11 episodes later where now all of a sudden he has been in the bar numerous times. You know, he's meeting with clients there, and that's kind of where he's, like, they do their their recon and they talk. Um, A lot of times he's drinking coffee, but the point is, when he first did that, when he put the the shot to his nose, smelled it, put it down, put a $5 bill over and walked away, that didn't lead him to saying, hey, I can't go back in the bar again. You know, that led him into going back into the bar and saying, I can do this, I can be around it. And lo and behold, an unknown high-risk situation happens where he's put in a position where he needs to drink or the con's over. And for him, he couldn't do that. He couldn't let go of that. So I love sharing that. And I've even shown that to some clients and some groups because of what it does when you do test yourself. You know, you try and prove that you're stronger than the addiction. But, you know, one of the biggest tips for you on this is you kind of forget step one, you know, the powerless and unmanageable because of the addiction. So now all of a sudden you start to think you are stronger than something of which you are supposed to remember that you are powerless over that. So just think about that for a moment. You're trying to prove you're stronger than something that previously you told yourself you were powerless to. So to me, it's not about trying to be stronger. It's about trying to be smarter. You know, we're trying to use our our rational thinking. 
We're trying to use our problem-solving skills to make smarter decisions and not stronger decisions. Testing yourself is trying to prove that you are stronger in this case. It's not about trying to be smarter. I know that if you don't go into the bar, that you won't drink alcohol in that bar. Doesn't mean you're going to be sober forever. Doesn't mean that you won't drink somewhere else. But all I know is that if you don't go in that bar, you won't drink in that bar. But if you do go in there, and even if you do successfully go in there and be sober, there still is that chance that you're around alcohol and you could drink again. And now this isn't just alcohol. This is people test themselves in trying to do different drugs, test themselves in how many times they can do it, test themselves going back and trying to limit the amount or the the quality or the quantity um, people test themselves when it comes to being around old people and peers, testing themselves when it comes to getting away with it. Um, so all these things is about, you know, what happens when you pass that test. And in most cases than not, I have seen clients over and over again put themselves in even higher risk situations to the point where eventually they go back to using. Because really, what's the what's the end game in that, I mean, you push yourself to so much and to test yourself to where at one point is it going to be where you, you, you fail that test and then what happens. So a couple of reminders is to think about that step one, that we are powerless and it, it is unmanageable. So that means that we have to remember that if we're trying to be stronger than something that is we are powerless over, We've got to rethink that and realize that we need to be smarter. So that's the second tip is to use smarts. Do I trust the person that is not going to go in the bar? Or do I trust the person that is going to try and go into the bar? And it's always going to be a smart decision not to go into the bar. Um, so you got to really realize this, this concept is going to happen when you start to be sober, work a recovery program, and you find yourself wanting to test yourself against your addiction. And that's not something that you want to do. You don't want to test yourself against your addiction. You want to continue to do the things that's helping you stay sober. So um, I hope you learned something today. And we will get back on some other issues. But testing yourself. Keep that in mind. Pay attention to it. And we will be talking addiction recovery a lot more. Thanks for tuning in.